YOLO. Well, home Yolo. all right. Hold on. We have to start this show properly. Okay. <clears throat> Hello there. Uh, <laughs> we have we had we have not done that yet. I mean, we missed a a a golden opportunity True. to True. properly introduce uh, this particular show. And welcome. It is a let me check. It's a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I'm Kevin Pillow. Uh, I am well. I, you know what? I, it, it, it doesn't feel right introducing myself first. It just doesn't. He is Jared Kamakunga, also not Jared Comics Forty Two on Instagram. Yeah, do. Uh, where he's got smoking deals all the time, all day, every night. Very true. Uh, what, what, what do you what do you got on uh, what do you got on deck right now? Like what's, oh. what's for sale? I got some stuff right now. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna be hosting some stuff over the next couple of days because your boy needs to pay off some stuff for an upcoming wedding. Uh, not my own, but uh, yeah, yeah. A wedding and a bunch of other stuff that I need to pay off for in the next couple of months. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be putting up a, a lot of stuff. Some of them already been claimed. Funny enough, uh, but yeah, it's gonna be cool. I got stuff like a like a oh that one's already sold, so I can't say that one. But I got stuff like a possibly a Venom three. Third, a third print for Snow on the cover. That's a good Sweet. one too. I also possibly got you know maybe first Sand. I think Sandman Eleven is it called First Death. Uh, first uh, Death of the Endless, and that, the, that's that going to be a key issue, issue with, with the yep. show coming up. Yep, that one coming up. I also probably have some other stuff I have on here somewhere. Man, I just can't. I just I just don't see them at the moment. But yeah, so the next couple of days that's going to be on. That's going to be on sale, my friend. But how? But also. Since you introduced me, the guy on my left or right, yeah, there you go. This direction, yeah, is the one, the only Kevin Pillow, aka the voice voice of reason 23. That's right, the voice of reason. Um, and um, I want to apologize because normally it's not to throw shade, but it's what we do. Uh, it's normally jr's medical issues that that keep us from doing a show it has been me all week mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who can go back to 2021 they saw some multiple episodes last spring where i was yep. um had ice packs over my shoulder ice packs on my elbow um i have a pinched nerve in my left shoulder it's between my c6 and my c7 it's a slip mm-hmm. disc it's impeding on a nerve on my left shoulder Thought I'd gotten rid of it by sleeping on terrible mattresses while I drove cross country last year, and I, actually I did. Um, it, it had felt so much better since about July of last last year. I had a few mm. moments in the in the uh, in the weight room over the um, over the, uh, the the fall. Um, laying in bed for almost two weeks straight, having COVID in December probably wasn't very good for it. But uh, mm. it came roaring back about two weeks ago uh, yep. after a heavy lifting session with my brother. Uh, at the gym and i think i aggravated it doing um, uh doing uh uh cleans or what are they called um mm, uh, mm. uh de- deadlifts i'm sorry deadlifts okay um mm. and i think we just did too much weight and, and he always gave me a hard time about um lifting too much with my shoulders and uh, for those who don't know what a deadlift is you reach down you squat down you pull up a a, a bar a bench press yes, bar and pull it up and you're especially supposed to you're basically supposed to pull it up your legs. with your legs and then clean up, stand up straight with with hips, and just basically, yep. yeah. for lack of better terms, fuck the bar to to, to pull to pull the weights up. Yep. Yep. Um, and I have a tendency to shrug, and I think I aggravated at doing that. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm dealing with. It's just been it's been a been a tough couple of days trying to sleep. And I want to bring you guys the best possible podcast. And that's one of the reasons why, too, if you guys are watching this mm-hmm. um, and also like to hear our audio podcast, the audio podcast for the last two episodes are not up yet. I'm yeah. going to try and get those done tonight, if not first thing in the morning. I do have our episode one and two of Obi-Wan um, that needs to be edited and posted. And also I do have the live from the asylum episode from last Sunday. Uh, that needs to be posted. I want to do one more shout out, by the way. Yep. Okay. Drew Yeager. I want to put that out there. A lot of people didn't yep. see it. People have been asking about um about his Instagram or his social media. Drucifer yep. Art. That's at D R double O C I F E R Art A R T. So that's D R O O C I F E R A R T on Instagram. Um got a lot of stuff to show off. Um, he has promised uh at some point in the near future issue number three of yep. the 40 thieves. 40 thieves yep um they are writing issue number four mm-hmm. um just i guess uh him and and uh and uh, adam adam are working in the on the artwork yeah uh so but that's still a ways away but he's got a lot of cool commission work that he's working on and if you want to hire him he is by far one of the best and least expensive artist yeah. that you're going to get to do commission artwork and yeah man jr with the, with i mean he didn't have he talked about it on the episode last week didn't have yeah. the massive turnout that he would anyone would dream of at at yeah. comic-con but you know he in his first comic-con ever if you have one guest if you have one yeah. paying guest it, it, it's a success it's whether you lose yeah. money or not that's one other person you didn't have mm. i mean like it's uh from what he said it's a great experience it was a great experience. one second Absolutely. i guess <laughs> I hate those. Got it. Yeah, it was a great experience for him. Regardless, man, he's like he's had he's had a great time because he got, he made connections with the artists too. So it's just the it's awesome to think that when you go to a convention, there's that type of community that artists have, or just like because I felt I, because I know for sure I felt that way when I when I uh, when I was a a vendor back in 2018 with the Comic Asylum, and I would you know. Yeah, I had the vendor pass, got there hour earlier, oh, so yeah. before the thing. Went to talk, you know, went to, you know, you know, talk shop with other vendors, talk about how they've been doing, you know, how how is this event been going on? And we just like looked out for each other. And yeah. I I feel that's a great type of community to have. I'm I'm and he's talked about it too about him and you know, the artists. And that's that's great to hear. That's just great to hear on his end, man. But yeah, absolutely biggest shout out to, to my boy Drew. And uh yeah, he's definitely a a hidden gem here in the valley. And again, so if you miss that, I'll post it one more time. I'll post it again by the end of the episode. Yep. Drew Yeager is his name. Um, Drucifer Art on Instagram is yep. where you want to hit him up and give him a follow. Send him a shout out. Say, hey, guys from PS Comics, I love you. Uh, yep. And by the way, if you if you want, it's available right now. Um, you can stream it on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Go to PS Comics, I love you, or Voice of Reason 23 on YouTube. You can also search out either one of the channels on Twitch if you prefer using twitch.tv. Voice of Reason 23, or I'm sorry, True Voice of Reason 23 on on Twitch, or PS Comics, I Love You on Twitch. And you can stream last week's episode live from the Asylum. I will have the audio podcast uh, uploaded by the end of the weekend. I'll I'll give you that much. I will say say also, uh, sorry to to cut you off, everybody. I will say this too, just for one last note on, uh, because uh, on on proper deadlift form, because, you know, I, I work out too. Every time, if you do a traditional squat, or if you're trying to do a traditional uh, deadlift pull and not a uh, sumo pull, there's those yeah. you know, where you where you like you you 
lengthen out your legs out to do thing. You always want to like when you go up, squeeze your butt like trying holding a shit. Yep. That yeah. That works tremendously. As well as wanna kind of suck in the gut a little bit too. A little get a little ab work in there. You too. you you hold you really suck in the gut because the second you suck in the gut, you uh you straighten up your 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 lower spine, your lumbar, yep. and then you want to also pull your shoulders down into yes. your chest because you're gonna also strain out your your back. It's gonna look weird, you're gonna feel uncomfortable, but you're but you're supposed to do all that in the span of like maybe two, three seconds when you do it, when you're doing a, uh, a full, uh, a full rep. And, and so do yeah. not be afraid to, to go it low. is better to walk it through yeah. than to go, Oh, I totally. got this. Yeah. People always talk about like, Oh, you, if you do, if you walk through things, you're going to get hurt with, with, yeah. with lifting like that. It, to me, that's what it's actually what's helped me the last couple of weeks is like, I get those, 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 uh, those legs, uh, lock and loaded, as my brother calls it. You know, I, yep. I, I get down, I get low, I get the bar in position, and then kind of, you know, kind of cock the legs, and then I'll just allow, allow the rest of the body to pull the weight yep. up. And I'm, again, I'm not lifting with my back. Yep. That, that thankfully, thank God, I've because I've had back issues. I've got sciatic issues. God, I sound like an old man. Um, but Bro, we are pretty old, my guy. Well, I'm older than you, and I'm showing it this That's little true. pepper I got here. Uh, and by the way, for those of you who've been wondering. Um, oh, hey, Kevin, you, you rocking a hockey beard. Well, yeah, I've got my hockey jersey on right now. I call out mm-hmm. they just won four to two beating the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they mm-hmm. take a commanding three, nothing lead in the Western conference mm-hmm. championship. Um, and we will talk about the fact that you got a Southern California boy. We're born and raised here in Southern California route with two great hockey teams. Well, one, I don't count the ducks as a good hockey team. And I'll explain that in a second. Uh, but I've just been a Colorado avalanche fan for the last 20 years. Um, and I've really enjoyed watching them, but I've gotten a lot more into the team the last two or three years, um, getting to watch hockey with my dad and my brother, who are diehard Kings fans. As a matter of fact, my, 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 nef- my nephew um, is uh, named after a Kings player. So that's how hockey kind of runs deep um, in our mm. family. Um, we're first okay. and foremost Dodger fans. We've, talk- we've, we've talked about that in the past, but um, my allegiance to the Avalanche, I'll tell this quick story, then we'll get into the main event. Um, I was grew up as a Kings fan with my with my, my dad. I rooted for the Kings. I rooted for the Dodgers. I rooted for the Lakers, and I rooted for the Raiders. Now my dad rooted for the Rams, but I rooted for the Raiders because my uncles rooted for the Raiders. My uncles were cool. Um, and plus, dude, come on, silver and black, it just looks badass. And the Rams suck. No. Um, I mean, not if you win every once every twenty years, but sure. Yeah, but at the time you had Bo Jackson, and and it just it was badass okay. to be a Raider. You know, um, this was when I was a kid. So I grew up watching the Kings, Luke Robitaille, Wayne Gretzky, Marty McSorley, all the guys from the 80s and the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, when when Gretzky retired, um, and, I, and actually when it was being a kid, I gravitated to the Mighty Ducks because in the movie and stuff like that. So I started watching the Mighty Ducks, and we would play the Mighty Ducks on, 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 on EA Sports and stuff like that. So my brother and I became Ducks fans as yeah. when we were kids, and I... I grew to love this team and I, I love players. I love watching players play. And there was two guys, um, uh, Timo Solani and Paul Correa were two guys that played for the ducks. And, uh, you know, everyone talks about the best one, two punch in hockey was Mario Lemieux. And, um, and, uh, I just forgot the other guy's name, but anyways, I digress. <laughs> Paul Correa. I'm sorry. Timo Solani was my favorite player. Timo Solani gets traded to the, to the San Jose sharks. Now I could have just said, okay, I'm going to stay rooting for the Anaheim ducks. But I'm like, no, I like Timo Solani. He was my favorite player. 
but I couldn't pull myself to root for the Sharks because it's San Jose and it's Northern California and they suck. So I just kind of gave up on hockey. Well, shortly thereafter, he gets traded to the Colorado Avalanche. And I started watching the Avalanche because there was a guy uh, that that um, that was the goaltender for them who was kind of the the, uh, the rocky story. He was like he'd, he'd been around uh, Patrick Wall had been around and never won the big one. He was one of the best hockey players, one of the best goalies to ever win the Stanley Cup. So I started kind of rooting for him, and I was like, wow, this is a, I like this team. Just just good guys and Peter Forsberg and Joe Sackett and and, and just really enjoyed watching the team. And then all of a sudden, Paul Correa and Timo Solani get get traded to the Avalanche. I'm like, it's a sign. And I've been a fan of the of the Avs since they won the Stanley Cup. People will say, "Oh, you're a bandwagon or bandwagon." It was purely coincidence. But I, I didn't know anybody. But yeah, for the better part of 20 years, I've been an Avs fan. Uh, I, I got to go on my road trip across country. I visited Denver. Got to go visit Mile High Stadium. I'm sorry. Well, I did see Mile High Stadium. Uh, but I saw Mile High Comics, and I got to see the Ball Center, which is where the Avs play, and I believe also the Denver Nuggets play there as well. But I digress. Um, so yeah, we're rocking the jersey, and uh, yeah, it was a good night, and I enjoyed a nice bottle of uh, of whiskey as well. Boo, Avalanche suck, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, shout out to the Asylum. Thank you so much uh-huh. to Q and and uh, um, and Chick for having us last yeah. last Sunday. That was yeah. a lot of fun. That was awesome. Uh, quick, I'm actually gonna head over quick. I just remember I got beer in the fridge, so I'm gonna pick that up right now. Okay, so well, do a do a full face for quick. I'll be, we'll, I'll be right back, guys. So we are again. We're here to. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna figure out how to do that. There it is. Okay, we'll just do this. Um, so we're gonna wait for Jared to come back, and we'll get into Obi Wan Kenobi. If you guys want to get involved with the show, here is how you can do so. Uh, as I am live from the undisclosed shield location that I'm normally at. Uh, let's see. You can get involved in the show. You can text us. PS Comics, I love you. Text line 760-424-2848 is the phone number to send us a message. It comes right here to the uh, to my Shield phone. Um, and when you say, when I say Shield phone, um, I, I, I'm not exaggerating. There's my Shield logo on my phone. Anyways, um, the uh, the other way you can get involved with the show here is our social media. You can find us on PS Comics. I love you on Twitter. That's with the letter U instead of the full uh, full word. PS Comics. I love you on Instagram and Facebook. PS Comics. I love you on YouTube. If you're watching this, what's up, YouTube? If you're watching this on Twitch, we've got YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, we've got Twitch. Yes, we At do. PS Comics. I love you. TV. There's Jr. Yes, He's back. And uh, you can listen to all of our podcasts in audio form on Apple, Google, Amazon Music. Spotify, Anchor.fm, and iHeartRadio. Yes, and, of course, JR rocking the Blue Moon, showing some local love mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. beer community here in the Coachella Valley. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, coriander that has grown, that, is, that gives the uh, Blue Moon its special taste, is growing right here yep. in the Coachella Valley. So yes, let's is, get after it. First and foremost, I have to say, if you have not seen ep- any of the three episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi, this is your spoiler alert. Um, if you just want to watch uh, uh, watch the show for us and don't give a crap mm-hmm. about Obi Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. welcome. Uh, well, one, with, well, one, one. How dare you? And two, welcome. Um, <laughs> with that said, uh-huh. uh, let's get into it. And where did my animation go that I had for uh, this show? I love uh, it. I love it. It disappeared. I love it. It's all good, my guy. It's all good. 
what the heck? <laughs> that is too funny. That's awesome. I man. literally had just edited it and uh, and it disappeared. I thought I deleted, deleted the Batman one, but I deleted both apparently. Uh, but this good. is going to be about it's going to be about Obi Wan Kenobi episode yep. number three. At the end of episode number two, we saw uh, third sister, aka Reva, um, unveil to Obi Wan Kenobi that Anakin is alive and well, and he mm-hmm. is fully Darth Vader. Now, for those who are wondering, I want to address this because there's some continuity questions that will come up in <laughs> these episodes. Let's begin with with Obi-Wan. Yeah. With with him reacting to Anakin. Everyone's like, well, he knew he was alive. No, he didn't. He left him for dead. Well, why did he react to Darth to the name Darth Vader when he never saw him as Darth Vader? I'm like, no, he never saw him in the black visage. He never saw him in the costume. For those who don't know, remember, Anakin took the name Darth Vader earlier in uh, revenge of the sith yep. matter of fact when he saved um senator palpatine from being murdered or not murdered being, yeah, being murdered, brought killed. to justice yeah. by mace windu yeah. and he turned around and assisted in mace windu being murdered um he goes what have i done and he goes basically pat uh, uh, um senator palpatine um said hey you've Welcome to the dark side, basically. Neil, Rise, yeah. Darth Vader. So he'd been Darth Vader, and um, he was known for at least the better part of the last half of that movie as being Darth Vader. So he, he knew. Maybe he didn't say it directly to Obi-Wan, but he knew yeah. he was a Sith Lord. He was a, a yeah. Darth. Um, and for those of you, too, by the way... Uh, can we talk about we open up the show talking about Reva? Who, oh, yeah, let's way, talk about it. Let's fucking talk about it. I want to talk about it. I'll say it right now. She's a fantastic actress who she is was. doing a great job at playing a sniveling heel. And you're wondering, what is that? Exhibit A Triple H from the WWF WWE from the late 90s and the early 2000s. Um, when he was for when he was fighting with The Rock, now DX, early DX Triple H. Was the was the cool kind of anti-hero. He was not yeah. quite a heel, but he wasn't quite a face. He was kind of in between. But 2000s Triple H was a sniveling douchebag of a heel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where he would go, he was a bad guy and he would do dick things. But then if you if the good guy confronts him, he was like, oh, uh, 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 like all of a sudden he shows his belly and rolls over and plays dead. That's Reva. Reva is a bitch. Reva is a total uh, just she is fueled by we don't know yet. We have an idea of what she's kind of fueled by, but really truly she's fueled by revenge and hatred and just everything that's good in the Sith way. Yeah. But then when someone confronts her um, almost kind of like um, what's his name from Rogue One? The the bad Which guy, one? the the bad guy in the white suit. Um, the, the oh, main bad guy. I yeah, can't remember yeah, his name. Yeah. But yeah. he's a sniveling heel too. He's all yeah. talk, and then when someone like Darth Vader <sighs> presents himself, he's like, "Oh, I mean, don't like on your aspirations." Okay, yeah. So actually, just kind of just put this through, just real quick. 
the actress who plays her, Moses, mm-hmm. I forgot her last name, but Mo, she's an yeah, uh, she's an amazing actress. Absolutely. The character she plays is supposed to be an evil character whom we hate. Yep. It's just, it's and one, the uh, we're, the thing we're talking about is basically that she got a lot of fucking hate thrown her way from supposed fans, right? Yeah. Supposed fans, uh, supposed calling her Moses Ingram. Moses Ingram. Moses Ingram. There you go. And just they're yeah, just all these fucking weird ass, cringe ass people just th- throwing like, a lot of racial epithets there via Instagram, via fucking any other thing. It's just like it's just weird shit, dude. Like, Why? like bro. Yeah. Here's the here's the thing, man. Here's the fucking thing. Like you are you are hating an individual on a show with both hating Christensen and <laughs> with hating Christensen and and Ewan Gregor, two guys who left the Star Wars uh, the Star Wars franchise for the same shit. Yeah, like dude, like they I forgot the uh, I forgot the young actor's name who played Anakin in the first series, dude. But like they they I remember back then, dude. People rose the fuck at the kid, dude, to the point, to the point where like he had a drug abuse, like he had yeah. a drug addiction afterwards, bro, and like he was done. Uh, hating Christian was hating Christian was gone. Like people like, hate hating Christian. Like so, and it's weird for me now seeing a lot of like fans like, oh no, we always love him. No, you fucking didn't. You didn't. No, no, yeah, you I fucking was didn't, bro. Shocked. Yeah. Genuinely shocked. At yeah. the positive response that Hayden Christensen got. Now, yeah, was Hayden was Hayden a great actor in no. the prequels? No, he wasn't. He was, but he tried his best, and it was his yeah. first big role. He was nervous as shit. He even talks about it. Yeah, and I will, and like, and that's what I'd say too. Like a lot of the a lot of the blame for me for the reason why the first three failed was on George Lucas. Absolutely, like because of the simple fact that, like we said before, he uh, George Lucas had this weird ideal of ha- of trying to make the 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 prequel, uh, the prequel sequels, more like not Elizabethan, but like like fucking Shakespearean in yeah. the way that people talk and the way that people react to them. So it was very flowy art style, and that's the reason why Christian sound he he doesn't sound like like who like the voice actor who played Anakin in in the Clone Wars. It was a lot more breathy. It was, uh, in Clone Wars, he was more mil- he was more militaristic, obviously yeah. strong, forward. You know, hey, I'm fighting a war. While Anakin is, while hey, yeah, while Hayden's Anakin was very breathy, very showy, very old school Hollywood, very much, uh, very much Shakespearean, and so like people didn't like that. As well as just the fact that you got this fucking kid who was supposed to be this badass Darth Vader guy. Like, yeah. again, man, it's it's just so fucking weird to me where where Star Wars just got good again. Yep. In the last four or five years, it just got good again. And then you want to shit on it by trying to play this dumbass fucking um we call it gatekeeping bullshit, bro. Like, dude, Reva, I got criticism for Reva as well. I do. I yeah. have criticism just for sure fact that, you know, again, I said before, she's basically Trilla Sudara from Second Sister, uh, from the Star Wars Fallen Order video game. Like yeah. that's just the same character for me. But I'm giving her a shot because we still got Technically, three more episodes. But go ahead yeah. before I cut you off. No, and I, 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 I'm going to put this out because, you, yeah, you, you shit on little Anakin. You shit on, on full-size Anakin. Um, people talk about Ewan McGregor was the best thing that came out of the, uh, the prequel trilogy. And he didn't want to do it. He wanted he want nothing to do with Star Wars for a long fucking time. Yeah. Because he of the that. hate. He, goes, he asked, what took you to come mean back? And he goes, it was going to take me a, it was gonna take a lot of money. But even then, I, was, I, was, I, just, I just didn't want to come back. And when they sent him the script, he's like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Um, and by the way, to uh, hands off to um, 
to Ewan McGregor. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, John Williams officially retired for, as the composer to Hollywood. Just, I mean, he is the greatest composer of yep. this generation, let alone yep. Hollywood. Yep. Um, and he retired with episode number nine with, with, with rise of the Skywalker. That, that was it. I'm done. I'm going off with the star Wars thing. Star Wars made me a household name. Um, I'm retiring with this saga. Ewan McGregor asked John Williams personally, will you please come back and compose my theme? It's not star Wars without John Williams. And that's the respect he has for the franchise. Yeah. He is a Star Wars fan. He he was a was there in 1977 and just loves the movies. But he wasn't going to deal with the toxicity that the fan that the can the fans have brought. Yeah. And it's, these are the same fans that pissed off Little Anakin, that pissed off Hayden Christensen, that pissed off uh, the guy who played Solo. Who, by the way, I was one of them. He was good. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't hate the actor. Yeah. I didn't like the casting choice, but I didn't go yeah. and freaking cyber stock the actor i just didn't yeah. watch the movie and then i finally See, watched solo and it was a good movie it was a good trick yeah it, it's it's this weird fucking combination I, I understand that i'm also from this same vein too because there's a lot of things that you know that air that I, there's a lot of things close to my heart that i can't fucking believe that people are trying to redo you know aka cowboy bop a bunch of anime dragon ball z all that shit that's been americanized right i understand that but here's the fucking thing for a majority of us that's been rocking with Star Star Wars for so fucking long, we know for a damn fact that we we're like we're we we've been bullied for liking Star Wars. Yeah. Period. It's just this weird weird era now in the last couple of years where we supposedly have these you know new fans that come up and saying that oh you know this this person's fucking horrible like you know the the I forgot her name but the person the the individual who plays Rose right that type of shit was aggravating like dude so aggravating because i didn't mind the character it was just a shitty movie it was a shitty fucking movie and then she gave her and they gave her a shitty fucking part it's the same thing dude or the guy or even going past star wars and thinking of the of uh, let's say freaking um what's the name uh uh the the little dipshit from game of thrones who's who uh who was king the kid king i forgot his name it's king joffrey joffrey yeah joffrey the greatest villain in in screen tv and movie history not not even close but he was he a is, dick he he, he, was, was a, he was not he was a fucking dick but and you know what guess and you know what happened they hated the actual actor so much that the actor retired he they hated the character they hated the character so much it was so despised and it wasn't because it was a bad character Meaning, no, it was like, a great character. it wasn't it was a it was great, great character it was portrayed, a great character but yeah but, but people hate they had such people a like hatred yeah, they hated Joffrey so damn much that they hated the guy who he played retired. him by uh by by just basically being him like no I we can't watch this shit anymore. And so the guy the kid retired at the age of like 18 19, man. Now let's let's put it this way. He did Game of Thrones and he was in a Christopher Nolan movie, so yeah, he can call it a career. I mean, yeah, that's very true. You get paid by for By the it way, too. for those who don't know the reference, go back and watch Batman Begins and see if you can find King Joffrey. Yeah. I mean, and just going back to pack. going back to Moses, man. Like, I hope she. I really do hope she can. She's rock with it. I I feel like I know where they're gonna take her character. It's just I understand why people hate quote unquote hater, right? Oh, you know, it's this woke thing, bullshit. Like, motherfucker, watch this shit. I can I can understand why people you know look at the whole woke kind of concept because of like a lot of the characters there. Like, okay, cool, yeah, there is okay, cool. There is some woke aspects to it, but one, this it's 
basically someone who's trying to be trying to appease uh Darth Vader. It's the same character for for me for Trilla Sudara. And two, like I can see the arc of her character is probably gonna go past this season. She might have a redemption arc somewhere along the way. And this exact for me, it's basically the exact same thing with <laughs> it's the exact same thing with fucking Ahsoka. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. And I don't know how to say. I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to say it. Yeah. Without saying, without sounding racist, because okay. it's gonna sound that way if you take it. But go with me on this. Okay. Can that character getting the point across that it, she is getting a point across? Reva. Yeah. Okay. Can yeah. an actress play the character of Reva the same way with the same ferocity? And be as believable at, at what she's supposed to be doing and with what she's supposed to be portraying. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine her as any other colored skin? There is something about her being a strong black woman. Mm -hmm. And I know where the arc is going. Yeah. Or at least I have an idea and I'm okay yeah. with it. I'm not yeah. going to spoil anything. Read between the lines. You can see it. But how we know Reva right now. I don't I, I really just like I look at it and, and 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 I can see it as a, I have to watch it as a fan because I'm having to watch the visual. I never read the script. I wasn't there for the pitch meeting. I don't know the concept okay. art. I don't know the character description. Yep. I'm going based on what you have presented to me, this character of this, basically the redheaded stepchild of this group, the Inquisitors. Yep. You have this woman who is desperately pining for attention to Lord Vader. She wants yep. to be the boss to the point where she's willing to. And I just, again, it could be, maybe it's coincidentally that Moses is just a good, that good of an actress and she happens to be black. Yeah. I just, the, the, the way they've, they've done her hair and the way the costume and just the way she balances off the rest of the inquisitors and the rest of the characters. I look at it and it's like, again, I have nothing wrong with her. I think she's yeah. a great actress in the, in the small amount of work that I've seen. I like mm -hmm. the character. I like the show, by the way. Um, I don't think any other race could have played that role. I could not see a white woman playing Reva. I could not see an Asian woman playing that character. Now, yeah. was it second second brother? What's the guy's name? Oh, third brother. Uh, no, he's fifth brother, and he is Sun Kang. I forgot the actual name Freaking of him. Absolutely. I just, he's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just the delivery is just, he is his hatred toward the, they play off. So I, I love how they play off each other. It's yeah. cheesy it, sometimes, but again, yeah. I mean, grant, grant all like, guys that want to, they want to be racist against this woman. Yeah. It's there's just, no racism it's just so allowed weird, in, in the galaxy. And you, you, you quite literally have like two races of people there, like two actual different, not two different species of people there in, in, uh, in, <laughs> uh that the inquisitors right then and there it's so fucking weird dude this whole thing of like i i can i don't know if i will per se, perhaps say if there's if there's a different if a different race can play that can play rather better i will say i would have loved to have seen a whole a, a polynesian actress play reva that might have been what would have been better specifically like yeah, i would okay. probably say i'll probably say more maori than anything else because i would love to see that type of dynamic but i will say like 
the, the memes going on about Reva and how like she and how people are just like, complaining her like this overly black, you know, stereotypical black care, uh, individual. I'm like, dude, what the f-? like, bro? You're just just say you're fucking racist already, dog. Like, and just, and, just say way, that shit, dog. If you're, you're watching weird. Star Wars, if you're yeah. watching Star Wars, and you have this legitimate hate, if you can, if you could admit it, just admit it. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying jar. I'm saying to the, I'm looking at the fans. I'm looking at the douchebag fans mm. that just flat out hate her because of the color of her skin. Flat out hate her. So, yeah. Okay. And you do admit it. You do. Yep. And I'm one of those persons that believe that sometimes racism is an overused word, but yeah. I'll call it spade a spade. When it's racism, yeah. it's racism. This is yeah. racism. And you like, flat you, out hate a woman because of the color of her skin. Because yeah. two it's, of the most iconic characters. Two of the most iconic characters in Star Wars, period, are portrayed by a black man. Billy D. Williams as Lando Calrissian. Oh, and by the way, the guy who plays Darth Vader is a black man. The voice. Yes. James Earl Jones. I mean, yeah, so, we see the we see that we see the white guy one time at the at the end yeah. of Return of the Jedi. But for yeah. three movies, it is James motherfucking Earl, Earl Jones. One yeah. of the greatest actors, one of the greatest voices. Yeah. And if you have a problem with the color of someone's skin of a character played in the Star Wars saga, turn in your freaking lightsaber. You do not belong. We revoke yeah. your your membership to it's, the to the cool club. Just, yeah, just it's so fucking like, dude. There's so many other things to pick apart Reba's character to not like her. Like, there's so many other things. You go for the lowest hanging fruit and say, "Oh, just because she's black, I don't like her." That's the most stupidest asinine thing that dumbs down the whole yep. entire community together like bro that's the thing you don't go for you got you got to put all you got to put all that bullshit on us actual fans i i don't like reva because she's basically trilla sudara i don't like her because her motivations aren't great i don't like her because she's very much in that same se- essence of like having being portrayed as not the mary sue but like okay cool she's the angry individual that wants to that's a power grab like okay we've ha- we've seen this fucking story before right She's basically the same interpretation for Trilla Sudara, which is another black character in Star Wars Fallen Order, which funny enough to the actress who played her, uh, who played Trilla Sudara, she went, she's, she's from the Bronx and she plays Trilla with an English accent. So I guess whatever, I would love to see her. I would love to hear her with her actual accent. That would be great. But I'm like, it's just weird as shit. Like, bro, like, really? You're gonna put your racist bullshit and paint the entire Star Wars fandom because you don't like a character because based on the color of her skin. Like the fuck, bro? You're so weird and cringe, dog. Like it's yeah. For for me, dude, it's for me. It's like, and this is a big. Uh, this is a um, this is a different slice, or this is a different deep cut for me. It's like you know, K-pop. K-pop is a huge thing right now, right? Yeah. Korean, it's been a huge thing for the last five years, right? It's like a K-pop fan, right? Uh, actually, I'll say this: in the last couple of years, specifically in like 2018 or 2019, to, from 2017 to 2019, there's been a number of high political, high suicide, uh, like high-profile suicides in the K-pop community, right? And that was laid on because, like, the idols in the the singers and the idols from K-pop, they like they're always been talking about how alone they feel and how the fans hate them, type of shit, right? It'll be like having for me this bullshit of Star Wars, like having K-pop fans telling other people to you know commit suicide like what the fuck is wrong with you dude you're from kate like you should know better <laughs> you should fucking know better you all talk to freaking Reva about oh uh, you're talking to Reva about fucking 
the actress who plays Rev about fucking racist bullshit. When you're dealing with when we're dealing with all that type of bullying late early in our lives, what the fuck is wrong with you, my dude? It's so dude, weird. And you, I, you can, I'm, I you can absolutely fucking hate the series because it's, it's executive produced by Kathleen Kennedy. And I feel like anything that she fucking touches is gonna be a horror shit show. You can have that argument and I will believe you. But you go for the argument where like, oh no, I don't like it because she's black. You're so fucking weird, dude. And I love her because she is. And I'm not I, I hate wokeness. I hate I hate that word, by the way. It's yeah, such so, I, I just it's so stupid and cliche. It's and yeah, it's is uh, there is there some wokeness in Hollywood yes. nowadays? Yes, there is, and it's yes. gone uh, it's gone too far. Yeah. Um and I don't think the hiring of of Moses at, to play uh Reva or her yep. sister or whatever you want to call her is wokeness. It's just the person who portrays just how just fit the character. Yeah. I think yeah. she and and what's I don't know. I just, I really, I, I really have enjoyed her character. I enjoy the show. I do yeah. see people's arguments and people and, and going into the show further. And, and one of the big things that has divided this audience, and I want your guys' opinion for those of you who are watching on online right now. Um, let's talk about little Leia. Let's talk okay. about little Leia. I have mm -hmm. no problem with little Leia. Okay. This show was from the get go was by multiple people in Hollywood who reviewed the first two episodes the week before it launched. Yeah. What is this like? And multiple people had the same exact comparison. They compared it to Joker and Logan. It's a single okay. character. It's a like single character driven episode. And it does, but, it's, but people were expecting, I think people just wanted that first camera, like follow Obi-Wan for, for 30 yeah. years between revenge of the Sith to a new hope. But the yeah. problem is, is if you're going to just watch an old man walk from work to home, then why don't you just go sit on the front lawn and watch your neighbor? Yeah. But it, you needed to have a story. You needed it. It was you. You would be naive to think that this show was going to happen without some kind of interaction, albeit from afar, yeah. with Luke Skywalker. It was going to yeah. be there. You, Luke was unavoidable. Yeah, we got to see Luke in Episode One from afar. Perfect. I like it. We had the interaction with Uncle Owen. I liked it. I liked to bring the actor back that played him from Revenge of the Sith and, and, yeah. and Attack of the Clones. Um, but I have no problem with little Leia. Uh, it does go on to prove the point uh, mm -hmm. and drive the connection between Obi-Wan and uh, Senator uh, Organa. Yeah. Um, because we know in episode four, we hear Leia in the infamous hologram message that you, hey, uh, uh, Obi-Wan, you served my father in the Clone Wars. And people yeah. go, well, what do you mean? Uh, Mr. Uh, Senator uh, um, Organa wasn't a general or anything. He goes, no, but he was a Senate. He was a part of the government yeah. and a huge part. I mean, the guy was two steps away from, from Supreme Chancellor. Yeah. So he was kind of in charge yeah like. ish yeah it's the thing with me and i think the my and i my biggest problem of course with the series is definitely the kids and you know and like i for for me i is trying to take i'm trying to really control my my uh we call it the uh my, my the disconnect i'm having because like I understand that this show is made for me, but isn't made for me. It's yeah. made for also for the next generation type of stuff, right? So I'm trying to keep that in mind. Is Disney Plus? They're just gonna show it to many kids, and we want to show that kids can do everything. But two, they're freaking kids. 
There, who in the hell? And I'm just gonna go straight into it. Spoiler alert, shit. Right? Go ahead. Who in the hell is gonna leave a two, a ten year old killed kid by herself in a goddamn canyon? In a, in a, who? Why? All because she said, yeah, you should go. You should definitely go after him. Like, no, kid, you're a ten year old. What the hell is wrong with you? I, maybe it's just the way that I grew up. Maybe it's just, it's just the way that I grew up and I was child reared, and as well as like you know, as well as like how I, uh, how I child rear kids and everything yeah but like no you're i would not have done what I, either obi-wan or the other girl would have done no it's, it's like this weird thing of like okay cool now you're having a 10 year old be on the same playing field as, as adults who one were in a war yeah. and two is trying to protect said child from people who want to kill one of them and possibly if they found out that this other child is an organa gotta take her as the hostage okay yeah. that's smart right it's like no child like i understand that the, that there is what's that what's the what's the thing where you, uh, suspending disbelief right yeah. and you're supposed to you're supposed to have to disconnect with a certain with certain scenarios and like cool you know it's a it's a cool hip thing and you know fun thing to have child organa to show that she was a she was an actual leader when at the age of 10 bro she's 10 she's 10 and you're trying to have this kid basically tell you what to do as a 10 year old who ran away from your ass for about half an episode and then is like asking you, okay, why aren't you so trustworthy? You know, trusting of people after we enter this guy and this guy's freaking little, uh, his little car and he puts us to an outpost and said, and he just basically you know, blackmailed us like, yeah. like no child. No, <laughs> stop being stupid and naive. Okay. And like, I, and I'm sitting here and, and I was thinking about this today because I had a couple discussions with, with friends about this. Yeah about this show and um it's very it's a very divided show yeah. um and i and i can understand i i see the arguments i see the continuity but i can go like you know what uh, it's the same thing with you can explain yourself and make the freaking x-men universe make sense you can explain this and and yeah. that's, i hate that i take i've i've really again i go back to this and i wish i could find the clip it was from new york comic-con about four years ago maybe five, four or five years ago Mm-hmm. It was Kevin Smith, and he was on a panel, and they asked him about Batman versus Superman, and he also asked him about the Justice League. And he goes, could I have done better? No. Did I think Zack Snyder poured his heart and soul into those movies? Yeah. And and we don't, and literally, the man, the man's kid died yeah. during uh, production. And, and we, and we, if we, we have totally shit on Zack Snyder on this show. Was it that movie or, or just? Oh yeah, Justice League. That's right. Yeah, it was Justice League because Joss Whedon came in and split time. Yeah. And did Joss Whedon make it any better? Probably not. But I think that's that that movie was doomed to begin with. Yeah. But I still own it. I still bought it. I still watch it every once in a yeah. while. I may have to. I may have to drink to watch it. <laughs> um. But I take the Kevin Smith approach because he asked him. He goes. He asked Kevin about the movie because I don't think I could have done it any better. Um. But I look at it this way. I can understand the arguments of uh, of the movie. It's not for everybody. <clears throat> it's not perfect, but very few movies are. He says, but I don't hate it. Um, I may not like it, but I'm not going to hate it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to support my friends. And he says, the problem is the, the second we start hating movies, people stop making them. They're not going to make it. They're not going to sit there and go, mm, well, you know what? They're not going to go, you know what? You're right. We're going to just completely decanonize everything and just start all over from scratch. Now, Hollywood has done that once. Once. It was just, it was successful. 
and that was Sonic the Hedgehog. The fans bitched about ugly Sonic, and they fixed it. Yeah. And and they yeah. Star Wars, you guys bitched so much. George Lucas said, "Fuck you! I'm not making the sequels. Yep. I'm going to sell the company to freaking Disney." Yeah, that's what they're going to do. You're going to force Kathleen Kennedy. Everyone's like, oh, "We just pissed everyone. Maybe they'll fire Kathleen Kennedy." Okay, yeah, but Bob Chappick or, or the and the, and the uh, people they fired Kathleen Kennedy. And then if if John Favreau, if you piss off Jan, John Favreau and Dave Filoni enough, they're going to go like, ah, yeah, they're out too. I, I made my money doing Clone Wars. I don't need this. Mm. You know, they're going to go back. Though, Kevin Feige will hire freaking Dave Filoni in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um. Oh, which by the way, divert real quick. Bit of juicy news. Talking about Kevin Feige. Did you hear the? Did you hear about him? No, I haven't. He almost quit Marvel during Phase Two to oh. go work for DC to run the DCEU. Wow! And I'm like, oh, that could have been interesting. Yeah, um, I could have. I could have By the way, we are going to get uh, Kevin Feige in the Star Wars universe at some point. Um, yeah. So, anyways, sorry. We're yeah, just going, yeah. Oh, going back to on uh, like can I like. There's a lot more things I can I can thanks Paul. That's Paul. <laughs> There's a lot of things I get fucking hate on for Kenobi, right? It's not saying that I completely hate the show. It's just that for a longtime fan of the series, it's just more so like, okay, cool. Let's just kind of push us through. This is the this is the third episode. It was definitely like, like historically, especially when you're looking at Disney Plus shows, the third, the fourth, they're on a, always on a, on a weird lull. They're in the valley. Right, rather than going to the peaks, and so I'm just thinking, like, all right, cool, just go through this movie. It's if there was any type of quote unquote wokeness in the film, it was a lot of it is featured towards you know towards child Leia, right? Where it's this whole thing of like, I I'm hoping they go the route of like, okay, this child is way too naive and way too trusting. Yeah. We're gonna break, we're gonna break that eventually, <laughs> right? We're gonna show you the horrors of of the universe in the next possible two episodes with your dad possibly killing somebody over and over and over again. So again, I'm having, there's still a lot of good karma for this show for me that I do hopefully intend to see in the next couple episodes. It's just more so, man, the continuity stuff really got to me. Like I, I, I talked to you about this off, uh, off camera a couple days yeah. ago, man. I'm like, bro, you have single-handedly have Darth Vader, the most, malicious stone cold hard-hearted you know killing machine that's not ambitious but so steadfast one money that he'll go through absolutely everything this man has destroyed literal civilizations to prove a fucking point he has got he is a he is a literal machine and has gone through so many things killed so many in so many species just to prove a point and the only thing holding it back is a freaking line of fire? Really? This man that has that has, I think continuity wise, I think in in his in his uh, in his comic book, right? Tore down a starfighter with his bare force. Yeah. Fought like fought like so many other Sith lords, right? Bare uh, one-handed has destroyed multiple battalions of of enemies by himself is stopped by a line of fire they can't jump over are you serious 
I think too, and I thought about this. I'm, I'm, I thought the same thing. Absolutely saw the same thing. And I, and, and JR, you have a lot more room and information and weapons at your, at your dispense to fight that exact moment. And I, and I, and I want to hear more about it from my perspective was, and I agree. I went, really? He just literally dragged him into fire and then you made it, they made it just slightly bigger. And all of a sudden, like there's two trains of thought. There's two Mm -hmm. schools of thought on this. This is, this is my opinion. Um, Didn't get this from anybody else is you have Anakin Skywalker. I'll be, it's 10 years, but it's only 10 years. He has only been Darth Vader for 10 years. Yeah. We've seen him in the Bantha tank. Now, Grant, we saw that in, in, in a new hope and empire strikes back as well, yeah. that he's constantly having to regenerate and, and, and go into a rest mode, kind of the, an Odin sleep. Um, and then put the, the mask back on. And yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, so here's a guy that maybe, cause you see him, he freaking rapes and pillages that yeah. town. I mean, he goes up and down. That was, whew, that was a yeah. rough scene. I mean, it, it, force it, chokes it, a kid, a guy through a window, force snaps a guy, a kid's neck. It should have been worse. And then dragged been. a woman through the street. Should have been worse. Oh, I, 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 I've seen it. <laughs> but here's the thing. And I thought yeah. about timeline. Yeah. Is he's been Darth Vader for 10 years. Now, I know in that span, span Darth Vader made his appearance on Rebels and the tail end of Clone Wars. Spoiler alert. Stuff that took place after Revenge of the Sith. I know Clone Wars started between episodes two and three, but Clone Wars and Rebels continued after Revenge of the Sith. So we've seen Darth Vader show some signs. We've seen him develop, and we know that the cartoons are canon. Yeah. But we have also seen him from the other way around. We've seen him be the monster the absolute vicious monster he can be in Rogue yes. One in the mm-hmm. matter of five minutes. Yeah. He went, I mean, in that final scene, it was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen him in the the, 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 the original trilogy. He is a monster. He is an absolute Frankenstein of, of, of the galaxy far, far away. Yeah. To me, maybe, and I compared him to like a baby scorpion, whereas... He doesn't know his own power. He's like, a, or baby rattlesnake. He doesn't know. He's full of venom. He's full of venom, and he's all—he's just freaking rage, rage eyes. But it's almost like, uh, uh, I don't know my own strength. Yeah. Kind of. He's still feeling. Mm. And that yeah. moment, the my observation of that scene where he quote unquote just gave up. Yeah. It and people go like, he went, oh well, oh, there's fire. There's twenty feet of fire. I can't reach him. Um, and I and I see that argument, the valid valid argument. But yeah. my observation was he has this kind of moment where he went like, like, put inside the helmet. He Anakin has that, the fuck that I just do. And I think we're going to deal with some duality in that character a little bit, and then we're going to see him go full tilt evil at the end, um, leading into the events of of Andor. Um, hmm. and and uh, um, oh, by the way, to uh, uh, Kenobi, which was set up to be a limited series, uh, has now. been greenlit for a season two. 
Of course, of course. I, I will say this too, man. It's like I know that you also had another uh, another opinion about like him having possibly still like dealing with the effects of like you know his best friend was um was you know was what well, was betraying him to a certain extent, right? And there's that aspect, but like just for just for me, man, just just understanding the amount of horror that this type of fucking machine can instill. I understand also too that they're also looking at possible budget restraints, right? Because yeah. if you had this man full force like he did in the comics and other literature the type of crap that he was able to produce just with force alone yeah. is immense is absolutely immense they like they every time you see a movie every time you see a star wars movie they incredibly downplay all the force years all of them they incredibly down like just even with just even looking at from from uh from palpatine uh from revenge of the sith to to clone wars Palpatine in Regina Sith was super downplayed. In Clone Wars, he took on he took on Darth Maul and his brothers by himself and slaughtered both of them in a span of a second and took Darth Maul. At, like, bro, it's insane. It, the amount of downplaying that live action actually does to Star Wars is is insane. It is like so like I can't believe that crap's happening, but I get it because yeah. it's all budget. Yeah. The other thing for me that was comical at best is like is is it so easy to lose people nowadays in this in this freaking series? <laughs> is, it, is it that easy to lose people? Freaking Darth Vader was like being his very brooding. I'm gonna hunt you myself, and oh, uh, freaking so, oh so, so hunt you. Uh, and then you and the, they're in that dirt mound, and then freaking and then freaking Obi Wan turns back. Oh my gosh! And he sees freaking and he sees uh Darth Vader. Vader just you know un unlatches his uh, his 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 blade. His his a lightsaber, right? And <laughs> fucking fucking Obi Wan just goes like, ah, fuck this. Goes left and just completely loses him. Like he just goes off screen and just completely loses him in the middle of a dirt field. Like what is it? Is it so easy to lose to like lose trails of people in 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 this series? Uh, cool. Side side thing. I just I recently watched a movie, Hood. Uh, the the Robin Hood retelling uh, series uh, movie that came out a couple like 2018, right? It I feel like it's the exact same thing. It's one freaking dude. We had Jimmy Fox in it too, right? It's one. It's an English dude running around with possibly the only black guy in the city, right? With no mask in broad daylight stealing stuff, and no one has the balls to ask, "Hey, I know who he is. That's the that's an old British lord here." Isn't that Robin of Loxley? No one had this thought. They're robbing people. No, they're robbing in broad daylight uh, the, uh, the city. And people are thinking like, oh, no, no, the, I don't know who that is. Like, really? The only guy with a black dude? No one notices this shit. And for me, it feels exactly the same way. In this movie or this series is like, is it so easy to lose people just by going left? Like the second you are they T Rexes? The second you're out of the line of sight, or you're or just standing still, they don't see you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm. It's really hard for me to just bend my disbelief. But at the same time, I'm here for it. Episode. I'm hoping the last three episodes are just gonna freaking kill it, dude. Because I feel that's how it's always gonna be. But yeah. So that's real quick, thing. Kind of to put a bullet point because this was a very polarizing episode. There was a lot of. In between stuff that yes, yes it was Disney, but we wanted to kind of hit the bullet points on this. Oh. Um, I want to get your opinion on this, Jr., because you yeah. are a student of yeah. Dave Filoni. You go to Filoni University. 
um and you are the you are my go-to um when it comes to the events of clone wars of rebels of bad batch basically the animation side of uh, star wars yeah we were introduced to albeit characters off screen but we were yep. introduced to multiple characters including one massive clone wars character do we see him return and is this the character that O'Shea Jackson is playing? I don't know. I hope so, dude. Oh my gosh. Oh, thank you for because I was thinking about I'll think about another character and you I just totally forgot this character's name now. I know. No, it's the, the guy O'Shea's that has character. the paint that has the paint across his face. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Oh my god. Thank you for just now because I'm thinking about Elyria Sand who is the uh, uh the uh Another character that is a is a new character for this series. Uh she is the uh the one that helps out the girl. The, oh, uh, the, the one that the she infiltrated the uh the empire. Yeah. yeah, she's actually an actress from Game of Thrones, funny enough, who plays that's Hilary right, Sand. that's right. She was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so she she is actually uh freaking uh oh my god, dude. Mando's uh Mando's wife. Mando, who plays Mando? Oh, that's uh that's that's uh, um Pedro Pascal's his wife in wife. the show. Oh, and he is okay. So the the actress who plays yeah, I'm trying to find the the right the, now. the 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 spy in episode yeah. three yeah is mar- that her character in Game of Thrones is married to the Viper. Yeah, yeah, to the Viper. So it's yeah, okay. it's right. it's weird. Pedro random Pascal thing. played the Viper. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. The... Game of Thrones three se- yeah. third third degree separation or six degree separation of, of Game of yep. Thrones. Um. The I like what? that too, by the way, because it sets yeah. the it sets the pace for here is someone who's a part of the the growing rebellion, yeah. um, as she put it, I believe, who has infiltrated it, the empire, setting Ninja, yeah setting the uh, the stage for what we are going to see at the end of August with with Andor because we know that Cassie and Andor was the most famous re- rebel to infiltrate the empire of course leading to the events of rogue one yep um and uh, i just i have no problem with the, this intertwining tonight everyone's like well we need more uh, more original characters like mandalorian i'm like well, technically the mandalorian have always been there but yeah. I, I get what they're saying mandalorian has been the has been the moon knight yeah of the star wars universe i mean uh, yeah and, and also just just a quick question inja indria varma varma uh it's her name. He plays Talia. He plays Talia. So yeah, I just I'm just trying to remember the. I know you're talking about the possible other star, uh, the other uh, Jedi user. I'm just trying to remember. Oh, his name. son of a bitch! You're gonna make me have to look it up, and I know. Yeah, I know I'm just quietly look it up because uh, because in the because in the uh, in the show they go to that little small hut and room, and then you and then you see Obi Wan look through all the writings. Which I think is wrote, written in um, yeah, in, uh, in the the Jedi, yeah, in in the Jedi, whatever the clear feed is, and then it's one of them is is a, I don't know if it's a it's a, it's a Jedi Knight, Quinlan Voss, Quinlan Voss. Thank you very much. Oh my god, it's gonna be so fucking pissed off. Yeah, Quinlan and Voss. Quinlan Possibly. Voss is a Jedi who whose force power is so strong, he can pick up an object that somebody else has come in contact with, and basically can read their mind can just like know everything about them um he seemed i don't know a, a lot jr knows more about quinlan than i do but it was 
so great to hear with such confidence and such uh, just poignancy having Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi say, Quinlan was here. Yeah. And there was other Jedis that were there. And people go, yeah, Quinlan has been there, uh, has been uh, saving um, younglings. Yeah. Yep. Which, JR, leads yep. me to this. Yeah. There are, there is one massive question unanswered in the Star Wars universe right now. Yeah. And that is who we know that Grogu was in the Jedi Temple during Order 66. Mm. And we know that from the events of Revenge of the Sith, that we were under the impression that all the younglings were taken out. Now, we know at the beginning of Obi-Wan Kenobi, there was a group of six younglings that are assumed to have escaped Order 66 out of the Jedi Camp Temple. Yeah. Again, fan theory, one of them is Reva. But one of the glowing questions in the Star Wars universe is who saved Grogu from the Jedi Temple uh, during the events of Order 66. And the growing theory now is that mm -hmm. Quinlan Voss is the one who saved Grogu because he would have sensed because of his, his I guess, with his great force abilities, he would have yeah. sensed Grogu in, in the force. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out when because the, there was a possible love interest with another with another force user, not Jedi. She was actually a Sith. In training, uh, Asaji Ventress, well, I'm pretty sure people will fucking hate the actress for her, too, whenever, whenever she gets hopefully uh, uh, hopefully live action. But I'm just trying to remember when, if there was any time point in time where there is possibility with when it was Quinlan and Asaji, if they ever could possibly have gone any type of time frame where they could have, where, where Quinlan could have possibly picked up Grogu. I'm just trying to figure out when that might have happened. Especially after well, Order sixty six, just it just it's they, just yeah. It kind of the, again, this I I I um I, I kind of uh tip my hat to you when it comes to I, I need to sit down and just freaking bang out. I may do that if I can't it's, sleep tonight. I might bang it, out Clone Wars. It's um, it's tough. It's a tough. Uh, I'm, I can't. The first season again is one of those things where like okay, if you get if you get past the first season, you will definitely enjoy the the rest because it's. Definitely a great fucking series after yeah. that, man. But yeah. Um, but again, guys, leave your comments in, in, in section below. If you're on Twitch, leave us a comment. If you're on YouTube, comments below. Facebook, watch comments below. Let us know. By the way, Paul, I did see that. If you're still watching, yeah. Uh, for those Avs fans out there, yeah, up uh, 3-0 um, hmm. in the uh, the Western Conference Finals. Go Avs, go. Um, also want to say, uh, give a shout out to an old friend of mine, Tyrone Robinson. Uh, hey. from Rancho Mirage. Uh, give us some love on Facebook. Thank you so much for the thumbs up. Um, likes what we're doing. Uh, Tyrone's a, an old friend. Um, when I was back in my radio days, he was a big supporter of mine. So I appreciate the love, man. Um, and Paul, same thing with Paul, by the way. Say Paul uh, and I go back. God dang, Paul, if you're still watching. Shit, we go back 20 years, dude. Uh, back when I first started doing radio in Palomar. Nice. Uh, in San Diego. So, um, so yeah, guys, leave us your comments below. What did you? It was a very polarizing episode. Yeah, I was. I that. enjoyed. I enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoy little Leia. I like the direction. I think it was necessary to tell her story, um, but they they got to stick the landing. There's been a yeah. couple times where they've kind of fumbled it, um, but uh, stick the landing. Moving forward, let's talk about the things coming up. Okay, um, we got a busy week this week, dude. Yeah, we did. We have got 
on Wednesday, mm-hmm. we've got episode four of Obi-Wan Kenobi. We do. On Friday, we have episode one of Miss Marvel. Yes, we do. So I'm going to leave yeah. it up to you and the fans. What should we do? Should we do a mega episode? I don't mind. And cover both shows on Friday. I, I don't. I really. I mean, I don't mind. Like, granted, also the um something that happened over the last couple of days too. I think it happened Thursday or Friday was a Sony event, and then I was going. There was a Sony um a set of play event, which I thought wasn't gonna be anything too crazy. First thing comes out, they're remaking Resident Evil Four, <laughs> right? So I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, I didn't hear mind. about that. Yeah, I just yeah, saw that it, article on comicbook.com. Yeah, top five best games of all time for me, and then they're remaking it. And granted, it's with the if anyone has played Resident Evil Two remake, is they're probably using exact same engine, which is great, awesome because that engine is freaking amazing and it's super atmospheric. And so I can't wait to see that. Uh, a the whole PS uh, PS Five or Sony event was actually really good. Thirty minutes, I thought it was gonna be anything too crazy. Show a lot of VR stuff. I wish I'm gonna get VR for my PS Five, uh, and it showed. Final Fantasy 16. It showed a great game from the. Uh, it showed Clipso Project. I think it's called. It's from the makers of. If this is a this is a deep cut. If for those who know who watch who played Dead Space one and two, it's another crazy freaking RE4 style game where it's like you're in the space and there's zombies. And so it's from the makers from that. They're making it. They're making a uh, basically a um. We call it a a a, a spiritual successor to that game. Yeah. So that looks amazing. And so yeah, that was it was awesome. It was the event was good. I'd love to talk about that eventually later. But there's uh, a lot to um, talk about. A lot we are it, um and, and also sorry, man. One last thing. The biggest thing this week that has dropped. Our boy won. Our boy won. Mr. Depp. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> he won uh, his case. JR willed it into Mm. Um, oh, well, into existence. Um, um, yeah. I, there's been a lot of hate going about, right? And a lot of a lot of people in Amber Heard's camp. I, I will say, hey, man, if you like, if, if that's what you feel like, if you feel like she got the rough end of the bag, that she she can contest it. But at the same time, it's like she there's already so much evidence. There's most there's so much precise evidence being shown that this woman is an abuser. Yeah. She and it, even if they were mutually abusive, there she's an abuser as well. Like it. And not only that, but she rode, she profiteered off of a movement of actual, you know, abuse victims. And so, like, that's something you gotta look, you look at. So, here again, here, here's what I, I, I want, I want to, what this means. Yeah, you know, and Amber, I, I, I will say this much. Yeah, I get what Amber Heard was trying to say at the end when the when the when the um, when the ruling came down about yeah. this sets women back. I sets back women back 20 years. Here's the problem. And this is you're gonna say, well, you're coming from a male standpoint. Okay, I have a daughter, I have a wife, you know, I have to I have to I have to wear both shoes. Yeah. For years, okay, yeah, I get the argument. Oh, a powerful man always gets away away and we uh, gets away with 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 whatever he wants. Really? Really? You want to talk about over the last 20, 30 years, a woman can get a case. Just call it what it is. Let's say the R word says rape, yep. gets it to a court, gets it to a court case. A judge will tell you the most unbiased person in the courtroom will tell you statistically 99% that woman's going to win. 
Yep. If you can get a rape or a sexual abuse case of any level, of any kind, civil, uh, criminal, whatever, to a courtroom, 99% of the time, the woman is going to win. Even if the evidence overwhelmingly shows that the woman is guilty. The thing about Amber Heard was, yeah, okay, you do have Johnny Depp, who's a powerful man, who's no saint. That's not mm-hmm. what they were here to prove, though. Yeah. Um, but you're here to prove exactly what JR just said. You have a woman who cried wolf, who used um, Me Too to try and bail herself out of a fucked up situation. That relationship was was toxic. But you ask anybody who was around it that most of the toxicity came from Amber. And I think that's been more than overwhelmingly proven. And I know a lot of people, and again, I don't want this to set back women's rights, women meets. Yeah. I don't want them. And I, and I'm, I'm, again, I'm not the biggest, and again, this is another thing we can get into a later time. No, I'm dude. No, it, but it's yeah, just, it's, I, I'm, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I'm, here's the thing. There's finally I, a level playing yeah. field. I mean, here, here's the thing for that specifically. And people, I understand the, the people on, they're gonna talk about like oh and women will not be believed like bro she's a white woman what the hell are you talking about of course they'll freaking believe her like nope. I, i'm sick and tired of this crap man like it's it's been you've been seeing so throughout so much fucking time in history bro that uh, that white women there's this thing called white women tears that is a crazy phenomenon where no matter what happens if someone if a if a woman cries in front of you all immediately this phenomenon happens where everybody be- then believes this woman nope. and therefore and therefore, whatever she says is somehow be said true. It's the same fucking thing. I think of Emmett Till of the nineteen sixty of of the nineteen sixty Civil Rights Act, where where this kid was drowned because because some white woman said that oh yeah she you know he whistled at me when that was never fucking the truth, never the case. There's been so many freaking times, bro. And this exact same, it's just basically just like like why can't y'all just admit that y'all motherfuckers have liars too? Yep. That's it. Like this Amber Amber Heard <laughs> after thirteen. 15 months after 15 months of divorcing John, Johnny Depp releases an op-ed after being given $7 million, releases an op-ed a couple of months before her, the release of her movie to get more acclaim and esteem. And then he, and then he, uh, and then he freaking filed charges against her. It yep. took until, 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 and was that 2016, right? It took until 2022 for them to say, you know what? Yeah, it's kind of messed up. All the all the things that she did, all the all the evidence that she put out, it wasn't real. Or it was yeah. doctored. It was this. It was that. Right? There wasn't really anything too much, too too uh, too crazy about that. So yeah, we should like look at this. And it was made from ma- uh, malice and everything. Right? Like, dude, she rose on a wave of me too of abuse victims. That and was said, the biggest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an abuse victim too. You're the abuser, bitch. What are you talking about? You even if it was mutual abuse be- between the both of you, that's like that's some that's some snakes oilman's bullshit, dude. Yes, that's, that's some <laughs> like carpet that. baggery. That's some carpet baggery bullshit, dude. Like you're you can't be saying that you're for a movement when you're the oppressor yourself. Yeah, you can't be doing that, man. That was the reason why all there wasn't fucking how many millions of people saying that they're they're with Masachi. No, this was against fucking liars, dude. Yeah, like what are you talking about, bro? Let us know in your comments below what you think about it. Um, we'll try and get this audio format. You can also hit us up on all of the social media platforms at PS Comics. I love you on most social media platforms. Let us know what you think about uh, Obi-Wan, what you think about all the stuff coming up. Um, 
real quick wrapping things up we have um major major announcements in the tech world coming out um this week apple has their big developers conference um it's coming up this week in san francisco uh their big um keynote event is going to be on i believe on tuesday so we will post stuff but if you want to follow our other platform called talking tech yeah. Um, here on, on on Facebook or on uh, on Twitter, we'll try to get some updates on there. We'll talk about it here on the show because there is some stuff that's implicated into um, into the pop culture aspect yeah. of uh, tech. One, one last thing, Amber, and that's it. Just one last thing. What do you, what if her next big case is not actually against against Johnny, but against Elon? Because now there's been now there's been uh, saying that oh now Elon abused her. And that he and he was very forceful in the relationship, and that you know he and that after uh, I guess there's this whole thing about his like they they created embryos together, oh, and how geez. she wanted kids, and but he's like no, I don't want them, I don't like burn them, like destroy them, I don't want them to destroy it. And then now because she she has a child, yes, Amber Heard has a child via surrogate. Ooh. We don't know who the father is. You think maybe it's uh, Elon? Elon, Mr. and she's looking for some money. Mr. What third third uh is he the third or the first richest um, man in the world right now? I don't know. It's it's up there because he had a he had a really good 2020. <laughs> he had a really good 2020. He he really benefited from the from the COVID era. Yeah. But so did Jeff Bezos. So I mean I granted too, freaking Elon also now he's been in the news saying that, oh yeah, look at all these, look at all the <laughs> the Chinese uh freaking workshop owners. You should you should guys be like that. Like what the fuck's wrong with you, bro? What the hell? Hey, so, yeah, uh, yeah. real quick yeah. shout out to before I forget, I want to show some yeah. love to Poncho Avalos. Oh, yeah. Who came by the store. Uh, we great. didn't get to have him on the show. I wasn't going to bug him. He was busy. Uh, hit him up on Instagram at uh, P A B A L O S um, or Poncho Avalos. That's A B A L O S dot com. Yep. Great artwork available. Send them, tell them that uh, Comic Asylum and PS Comics, I love you, sent you. Um, but I just want to give us a because he he really was um, yeah, he was cool, he was cool to talk to and kind of pick his brain. Yeah. Um, and I hope I hope that he gets to come back and uh, and hang out with us some more. So let us know how you guys want us to do this week. If you want us to do a mega episode on Friday, we could do that. We could hit Obi Wan and uh, and Miss Marvel. But I think most likely what we'll do uh, is so we can concentrate on the last couple of episodes of Obi Wan. We'll do Obi Wan separate and then Miss Marvel yeah. on Friday. But we will do a main uh, a main episode. Um, I do want to do at least one last big episode before we end season two. Now, uh, to address that, we're going to line it up with my vacation once again. Um, we're going to we're going to take a hiatus at the yep. last week of July. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, the last week in June. That's right. That's yeah, right, that's right. That's right. Uh, and we will be back probably maybe the first or second week in July we'll do um we might, I might take a, like an extra week or something like kind of like just yeah. kind of recuperate from going mm-hmm. to Orlando um I might post some stuff from Orlando so check out our social media accounts uh but within the first couple of weeks of season 3 live from Comic-Con uh we will not be <laughs> at San Diego officially yeah as of right now I am going to San Diego um and so we'll be doing some content um, for uh, the show via San Diego, um, yeah, and uh, I'll be broadcasting from my compound in Oceanside. So uh, maybe we'll 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 team up with Jr. From rem- even more remotely. But it was cool <laughs> being good live on the air with one another uh, last yeah, Sunday. Man. It was kind of cool. We do that more. That was often. cool, man. Yeah, 
So absolutely. Well, yeah, let us know what you guys thought about that. And by the way, don't forget, we will have that episode in the audio formats. Uh, I'll have it done this weekend. Um, but you can go back and rewatch the live broadcast on um, YouTube and on Twitch. It's still there. So, so yeah, and I'll be streaming some Twitch stuff uh, yep. tomorrow. Hey. Uh, day two, day two of Pokemon Go Fest. Uh, big big right. day for those of you Pokemon fans. Ultra Beasts are officially coming to Pokemon Go tomorrow. I actually have already participated in day two of Go Fest via Australia and Japan. Um, so, um, if, for those who got to see it earlier, um, I caught the first ultra beast in Pokemon go, um, and, uh, kind of stoked. I, I sent it to actually sent it to Candace, send your sister and she's, Oh, it's so cool. And she got an invite from like someone in Japan or something like that. So she yeah. got one too. So nice. Uh, but some cool stuff coming to, uh, to Pokemon go. Uh, we'll talk about when we do, I think the next big episode, we'll make sure to put it in the notes. We'll talk about the new Pokemon game that's coming out. For the Switch, um, Breath of the Wild been pushed back, I think, till late next year. Yeah, and uh, oh, uh, so you talk about Sony is doing VR for yeah. the PS5. Yeah, there is talk that Apple is finally going to bring their version of VR VR to their side of the universe. Okay, to the point where games like Poke, this is the theory that games like Pokemon Go that benefit from AR, yeah, um, not VR, but AR, augmented reality. You could put goggles on and go from AR to virtual reality. So we might be on the verge of merging those two forms of gaming into one that uh, you can play a game via your phone, but through the glasses, go from playing augmented reality to virtual reality. Hmm. I just the technology is crazy. We'll talk about that more on the next episode, guys. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, oh, man. sorry, good. No, 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 good. Yeah, I was about to say, hopefully, next time we meet, Sony can finally freaking buy finally buy Squaresoft or Square Enix. Dollar, and that, yeah, I mean, that'd be great to talk about and finally have a, a traditional Kingdom Hearts <laughs> being put out there. But it's true, anyways. Uh, but and also, we'll talk about the story that uh, EA Electronic Arts might be bought by Apple. Who knows? We'll talk about yeah, that. <laughs> he is Jared Kabakunkin. He's got some cool comics available on Instagram. <laughs> you can he'll link you to your his eBay page at yep. also not Jared Comics 42. I am Kevin yep. Hill at Voice of Reason 23. Hit me up on all social media accounts. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. I got it. I except for TikTok, it's at Voice of Reason twenty three seven. I don't know. Um, but uh I don't post anything there. All right, guys, have a great night. Uh thank you. Uh we'll see you on Wednesday at least for Obi Wan episode four. Yes, we will. As always, peace. Peace. <laughs>